When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And first one of our big events before a certain gathering of people over in Falcon Heights takes place. <laughs> Donnie, you remember the rules? I know the rules. I know the rules about that thing, that event. But uh, we, of course, have the CAD Video Festival coming up before that uh, that event rolls around. General admission, only $10 after the 31st of July. does go up to $15. Kids 5 and under are free. And yes, we do have the VIP tickets available, which means you got food and drink. And yeah, those are available for $75. The keyword at the website, mytalk1071.com, is cat. Cats, kitty cats. Johnny, I do think kitty, you would have liked kitty, all kitty the pink ladies at the Grease sing-along. Oh, that was so fun. Yeah, there, it was really We're going to do it again, I hope. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, so um, this movie opens on Thursday. It's, um, I've been waiting for this we've one. Seen, we've been seeing the trailers, I think, since the middle of spring. Every yep. time we've gone into a movie. And it is uh, Danny Boyle and Richard Curtis uh, uh Talking about uh, yesterday, yeah. Well, talking about basically, they had the idea about what if there was nobody knew the Beatles music or something like that. And Richard Curtis, of course, is Love Actually, and Danny Boyle directed Slumdog Millionaire, Train Spotting. Right. I mean, they're kind of amazing. But here they are. They were on uh, CBS Morning News. Um, uh, he it was Danny Boyle and the lead actor, the guy who plays. Do they set the movie up in any of this stuff? Uh, well, more or less. More or less. Okay, yeah, let's right. go. This is okay. such a great premise. But I imagine, I mean, uh, casting the lead must be very difficult. You, you get you, you get a singer who can act, an actor who can sing, and, and you basically said to me, saved you in this case. Yes, you have to you narrow the field down very quickly because it's not like horse riding. Actors will promise you that they can ride a horse. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah. test it. <laughs> you can get a horse. That's in. so true. But. Um, he turned up and it was extraordinary. You knew he was the guy straight away. Why did oh, you know? Yeah. Soul. His soul. soul. He sang with soul. Hmm. I mean, you can't kind of manufacture it. You can ruin it if you're not careful, but you can't manufacture it. And he had that special quality. And his name is Hamish Patel, is the actor. So imagine a world no one's ever heard of the Beatles or any of their songs. That's the premise of the movie. And Jack, Hamish Patel, plays a struggling guitarist, singer, songwriter who's struck by a bus during a freak momentary global blackout. When he awakens, the power failure has erased everyone's memory of the Beatles. 
absolutely right. yeah. and love he, the premise. And he uh, transforms himself into a chart-topping pop star by way of someone else's song. He's the only one who remembers it. And along the way, he does meet and perform with Ed Sheeran, who does play himself in the movie. But here's Hamish Patel talking about uh, being a Beatles fan. Are you a Beatles fan at first? I was, but not, not as big a fan as... Paul McCartney say how hard it is to know the words. You had to learn so many... Were, number one, were you a Beatles fan at first, before I was, this? but not, not as big a fan as I am now. You are. What's going on this journey has made me a huge fan of them, but uh, I kind of knew what we all tend to know, and, uh-huh. and I, I'd heard a couple you, of the albums. You sang those songs live in the film. In the yeah, place. we didn't overdub anything, so everything you hear in the movie is me singing live and playing guitar live Long and piano. And, and not only are you singing Beatles songs, but you're doing some of them in front of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Yeah, it was strange. The fir- actually, the first time we met Ed, Danny made me sing Long and Winding Road oh. in front of Ed with no instruments. So I just had to sing a cappella oh, in front of Ed Sheeran oh, man. five minutes after meeting him. No. And he's dreamy. He's looking. English. He's he Hamish. Is, he's dreamy he is, looking, really cute. And he really hasn't been in anything that mm-hmm. we know. It's more BBC stuff. No. And, and I guess I didn't realize that Danny Boyle and Richard Curtis have worked together. Like, they worked together on the Olympics in London. Oh, remember that? Mm-hmm. that, that was, yes. Mm-hmm. The Queen Jumping, the, queen jumping the Mr. Yes, Bean yes, skit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, Spice Girls. Spice Girls, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so here they are talking about Ed Sheeran playing, Ed, playing himself in the movie. Ed Sheeran is one of the surprises of this film because he's quite a good actor. Yes, he is. He came to rehearsal. Was he we- your first choice for the role? Um, we asked Chris Martin for uh-huh. oh, oh, wow. wow. And I Chris- think Ed's a better cast. They gotta be. Honest. I think yeah. Ed's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, so you asked Chris, and yeah, so he we said asked Chris, no? and he, he wasn't available. So then, of course, we. We went to Ed and lied and said, Ed, you're our first choice. Yes. You? And he said, no, I'm not. You've just asked Chris Martin. <laughs> I think all the pop stars have a Facebook private yes. page that yeah. they all keep in touch with. Yeah. I think Ed wants to do a little acting. Remember I he think, had his cameo yeah, in Game of I think Thrones? He does. Yes. Yeah. So this has kind of already got a little bit of 49 people have reviewed it. Reviewers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to see this movie. So it looks bad. darling. It looks darling. And Ed Sheeran is uh, releasing a new album like in a couple of weeks. With everybody. Everybody. It. Cardi mm-hmm. B, Camila Cabello, Travis Scott. I mean, that's going to mm-hmm. be. So it's, uh, we're just living in Ed Sheeran's I really world. want this to be good. I've been waiting for, the, haven't we been waiting for we this have, one forever? Yeah, ever? We have. Heard about All it of us. Time, yeah. Okay, let's play the next one talking about getting the rights to the music. What was it like negotiating with the the, the Beatles yeah. catalog? And, and you talked to Paul and Ringo and, and, and their widows. And this is a story about them being forgotten. How do you get approval for that? I think that's their sense of humor. Because it's not like a straight biopic or a life story like so many films these days. Mm-hmm. They have such a sense of humor as a group. I think they like the idea of, let's do one where we're where we are erased from the world's consciousness and see what happens. Yeah. And so that appealed to them, I think. It is not easy to get approval of the Beatles because no. every each of the four members of the family have to sign off, don't they? Yeah, it's one for all, all for one, yeah, yeah. the way they do it. Mm. Oh my gosh, remember when I had no idea. Remember yeah. when Michael Jackson used to own the Beatles catalog? Yeah. Oh, yes, he owned from some Sunny. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Sunny, yes. yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that man's accent. Yeah, it, Danny Boyle. Yeah. Was yeah. that him talking yeah, to yeah, was yeah. It like yes, They yes, all had yeah. to... Oh, my gosh. I know it. I know it. Okay. And then here they are talking about where the idea for the movie came about. Okay. How did this premise come about? I, um, it's a 
one of our leading writers, Richard Curtis, is a Beatles, is a crazy Beatles fan. Yeah. Don't let him trap you in an elevator <laughs> and start talking about the Beatles because you'll never leave. I actually probably would like to take that <laughs> And he borrowed the idea. Uh -huh. It's interesting because so much of this is about borrowing other people's... He borrowed the idea off this writer, Jack Barth, and wrote this wonderful script. Yeah. And I think it does have the joy of their sure. work in it. You know, it's a joyful... There's, there's some solemn moments in it, and some very tender, yes. melancholy moments in it, but it has joy in it like their songs do. Yes, it does. A lot of joy. Julia, we're going to love this movie, oh, I, I think. I, I really do. It's just like right up our alley. When did At, you say it opens? It opens, it opens this weekend. This weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's showing. It's showing Thursday. Yeah. I think the, some places are opening Thursday yeah. and Friday, but it's showing Thursday. And I know um, we got invited to a screening for this, but... Yeah, it's showing Thursday, you're right, Yeah, Showplace, AMC, Southdale, mm -hmm. Willow Creek. Yeah. It just, it'll be a whole new way to look at the Beatles music. It'll be fun. Well, and that's... Remember, I'll never forget what, the first time we saw the Cirque du Soleil Beatles show. Oh, Love. Yeah. Love. Mm -hmm. And Treasure Island. Mm -hmm. And that show is such a lovely new way to look at the Beatles. Yes. Because of... Oh, that yeah. that's a great show to see in Vegas, people. Yeah. That one holds up, too. I think this movie is a good way of reintroducing their music to mm -hmm. a lot that's of people. That's true. That's probably also the way the Beatles said yes. Uh, yes. I bet they said more I didn't more know music. that they all had to say, uh, you know. Well, yes, all four. Okay, did you, we ever read this book, Goodbye, Goodbye Vitamin? Because I feel like we... I know the picture of it. I can see the cover. You can see the cover. Right, let me just that, see. Constance Wu is going to star in the... Uh, movie adaptation of that book, we, Goodbye I, Vitamin. We did. That's what I thought. It's got the the blue background with the stars. It's about the girl whose father is a history professor who gets Alzheimer's. He loses his job and she decides to return home and work with her father's former student to stage a fake class so he can continue to teach. Yes. It was best book of the year, whatever year it came out by NPR. Oh, Goodreads. Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I don't know why I think we had um, we did uh, the author on but Rachel yeah. Kong. Mm -hmm. I so, can't tell what year it came out though. I can't either, but she is going to star in it, and so I don't know if this is the movie that she was worried she was going to lose. Oh, when, when she said, "Oh crap!" Yeah, oh, mm -hmm. got renewed. Got <laughs> renewed, and uh, yeah. so anyway, so that is. Published in 2017, you guys. Yeah. Maybe we thought about it and never had it. Yeah, I, I don't think we did. I recognize yeah. that cover. I, recognize I feel that like cover. I read it. Was it everywhere. I do, too. And maybe we got, you got us a copy, Donnie. Yeah. I have that book somewhere, I feel I like. I do, too. Right. I agree. Okay. Uh, and uh, Yes, Jared. Wouldn't you have thought Julia Roberts would have already had a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I'm always surprised when the new class of... of uh, uh, star, uh, star blockers. I would have already thought that. No yes. kidding. I would have thought that. Wendy Williams and Andy Cohen are going to get stars the same year as Julia Roberts. Don't you remember when there was a thing that nobody on a reality show could get a star on the Hollywood Walk of well, Fame? They're talk show hosts, and talk show hosts oh, yeah. have been on uh -huh. the Walk of Fame. Uh huh. I know. Yeah, yeah. technically not reality shows. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Billy Porter, who's so fabulous in Pose, he's going to be on there. Mahershala Ali. Wow. That's, yeah, it seems odd that she wouldn't have one by now. Yeah, 50 Cent. Who do you think Julia's going to Tanya invite? Tucker is getting one. Oh, Tanya. Yeah. Who Spike do you Lee. think 
Who do you think Spike Julia Lee, would have induct her? Is she going to ask Tom Hanks? Is she going to ask George Clooney. Clooney? Brad Pitt? Who's George Clooney. George Clooney, okay. George Clooney. She'll have to have the best Hollywood I know she walk will. of fame people people than yes. anybody else. Yes. For I, sure. I, 100%. 100%. Christina Applegate is going to get a star. Oh. It will be... Billy Idol. But no, but Julia Roberts will be the best. It will be the best ever. Yeah. It will be the best she ever might presentation. She even show us her children. <laughs> Hazel and Fern Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not it, but... But never. close enough. <laughs> close Fern. enough. Fern. I've got two of them, right? Yeah. Finn, Phineas. All right. Finn. I like Fern better. Yeah. Why does someone name their kid Fern? Fern is just it's a name you don't name. hear Fern, very often. No. Yeah. Fern O'Malley. That's a great name. That's a real person. People, I'm sure. right? No, people. I know someone who had someone in their family that named Fern. Fern. It's cute. It's, it's just very cute. It's like uh, you know. Not Offer to your patients to make an appointment with Doctor J or to see any of the fifteen area metro locations. You can go to smilegeneration.com or my talk keyword smilegen. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Holly, we're back to regular around here. Yes, we are. We are. Everyone is in their place. That's right. Welcome back, Donnie. Officially, I will tell you that on the air. Thank you. He's he's discombobulated. I know, I know. It's Finally, finally, I'm not the only person who comes back and says discombobulation. It's real, people. I'm going to say it. It's real when you come back from a trip. I promise I'm going to say it at one point. You're discombobulated a lot. You anyway, will say that. You just don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Justin Theroux. He's making who? some headlines. Who? Mr. X Jennifer Aniston, who mm-hmm. was never really Mr. Jennifer Aniston That's in the right. first place, because hey, let's all remember they were not never actually legally married. married yeah. Because there's never been any rumor mm. or news about those two. Well, anyways, Justin Thoreau, uh, a, a judge just settled the war over a roof deck that oh. he and his neighbor were having in New York City. This war has been going on for two years. Chase. Between Justin and his neighbor Norman, it was all over a 40 foot, excuse me, a 40 square foot strip of roof deck. And this judge said it was always Justin Thoreau's, even before the legal dispute erupted. And this had, there was some nastiness happening. Oh, there was. This mm-hmm. was just like a brouhaha. It was like every other week and then. Page six. Yes, yes, it was. Remember, okay, so if you recall some of the alleged shenanigans going on, Norman, the neighbor, allegedly once threatened neighbors with a harpoon-like device for siding oh. with Justin Thoreau and his 40-square-foot deck. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he even inserted himself into Justin's breakup with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I remember that. Yes, and uh, in his suit, Justin said Norman was threatening to cut off water and electricity to his roof deck if, if he didn't <laughs> comply with Norman's demands. So basically, you know, uh, the bottom line is a judge concluded that Norman was a deck trespasser and it was <sighs> rightly owned by Justin Thoreau. And now it is all over, or so it seems. Yeah. 40 square feet. Yeah, well, this is one of the things that bugged the hell out of Jennifer Aniston. She's just like, just buy that guy's apartment. Exactly. Get over it. We don't need this Get kind of another, press. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, well, we don't need this. Not even needing that kind of press, but she's like, she would never fight over a 40-foot roof deck. Never. <laughs> no. Never. Because Jennifer Aniston would, would just buy, buy the, the whole building. Right. Yes. Thank You're you. exactly right. Lindsay Lohan's reps are shutting down rumors that the Simple Life reboot is happening with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. So this is a oh, rumor she, that's been... She, <laughs> did she plant the story? <laughs> but she was never in the Simple Life. No, I know, of course not. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. No. She's so desperate. So, okay. So here's the story that fans began speculating online that a spinoff starring Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. Now remember, the original Simple Life starred Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie back in the day. I would watch that again. I would come back together, ladies. Well, the show's official Twitter account began suspiciously tweeting this afternoon. Even though this account is not verified, it has over 13.5 thousand followers followers, excuse me, due to its previous verification status. And it first sent out a tweet at 1.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time <laughs> with photos of bedazzled phone cases. And then it shared two female emojis, one with blonde hair and one with red hair. And a photo of Hilton and Lohan with the caption, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Then fans got all into a tizzy. What does this oh, mean? Yeah. Paris Hilton hates Lindsay Lohan. They, yeah. She doesn't even no. pretend like she doesn't know her now. She was on Watch What Happens yeah. Live earlier this month and called Lindsay Lohan lame and embarrassing and That's had right. no shame in saying that. In saying that. Now, I think that you guys are absolutely yeah. right that Lindsay Lohan's people planted this story yeah. so that they could deny it because Lindsay, Loh- Lindsay Lohan's reality series about her beach club has been completely canned. Her beach club is in ruins. It's yeah. just a, a pile of rocks yeah. according to TripAdvisor. I wonder what happened to Panos, her kind of interesting you partner in crime. So he was the much. best part of the reality Boy. show. Loved Bono. She watched just, three episodes. Just like I, Brandon Lee is my favorite part of The Hills' New Beginnings. <laughs> I'm very happy Brody Jenner has brought him along for the ride. Well, speaking like, of The Hills' New Beginnings, yeah. now, Lori, did you do your homework I watched last night? It. it. It was she so did. great. She loved it. She loved Honestly, it. Honestly, it was it. so good to check in with the kids and see them with 30-year-old problems. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's gotten a big head. And Brody is no way is he going to stay married to be living the DJ life. And he's brought along Brandon Lee, who's 23. Pamela Anderson shows up. She said she was doing it for her son. Yeah, yeah, no, it was that just... She would do anything for her children. Mishka Barton is going to uh, confront Perez Hilton. Oh. He was really terrible to her. And yeah. Lindsay, and remember, he would always draw the penises. And oh, and he was, Cisco. Remember oh, that Cisco the, guy that, yeah. that she dated with the jean shorts? Oh, yeah. The doozy dinks. Adler, Dukes. Adler. I don't remember the Cisco jean shorts, oh, Julia, Adler but son. I do yes. remember. Yes. Lou Adler's yes. son is who Mishka yes. dated. Yeah. I'm not remembering Cisco Adler without the jean Cisco shorts Cisco Adler. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I remember okay. this, but... <laughs> I'm glad that we're all reliving. So what you're saying, Lori, is that The Hill's New Beginnings allows us to revisit the gossip glory days of the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It was. 
It was good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I Laura Days. I like it. it. I got a kick out of it. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, the Hills New Beginnings is on MTV on Monday nights. The Simple Life with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton is absolutely not happening. Bless Lindsay Lohan's heart. If she could only be on the Hills New Beginnings. That would be now if we could just find a new rock of love. That would be everything. I'm just saying that was the way. My eyes are rolling so big. You loved it. I didn't like it. Oh, Julia. There's so many. Uh, Who's got? Nobody got time for all this TV. We got time for trashy reality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's move over to the world of music. Avril Lavigne. She announced that she's set to tour the United States for the first time in five years. And yes, she's start uh, stopping in Minneapolis. She's going to be at the State Theater on September 24th. I would totally go to that show. I'd love to see grown-up Avril Lavigne. This is all a part of the Head Above Water tour. Uh, that single was released earlier this year. It didn't get a lot of radio or play, but I know the critics liked it, and she did like a lot did of songwriting. Did she write her own? Did she write these well, songs? Well, she co-wrote she some okay. of the songs, possibly. Well, because that was always the big thing. I think, though, she did on all this right. one because... Well, Julia's alluding to the fact mm. that there's a rumor that Avril Lavigne was Never. lying back early in her career oh. about writing the song Skater Boy oh, and Complicated, whatever yeah. hit she had, and okay. that she got her songwriters mad at her. Now, she could very well have co-written some of these yeah. songs mm-hmm. because she said earlier this year that the songs, uh, uh, including Head Above Water, were about her battle with Lyme disease and some of the drama that she's gone through in the past couple of years and remember going back to the hills that she was in a relationship yes. with Brody Jenner for yes. like two years. Yes, that's right. No, I'm telling you, he is not going to be married to the Caitlyn Jenner, his wife. Of Her name's Caitlyn. Caitlyn, too. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He called her a nightmare and a psychopath. That is he, not, that's a, not a way no. to... Foster positive relationships. Sounds like my kind of gal. Yeah, right. Isn't it just what you want to call your wife? Oh, you're a nightmare. You're a psychopath. Oh, my gosh. You know, I always felt that it was a shame that Brody Jenner is so good looking. He is so good looking. He opens his mouth. He shouldn't be. I I don't think he's still ready for a, a marriage. No, no, he's I don't a DJ think so. And I, D, I feel like DJ is in quotation marks. Yeah. It's like when you say he's, you're a, uh, a, a crystal entrepreneur, right? Like Spencer Pratt is the Pratt <laughs> yeah. Daddy. Yeah. What is? Is he really? Does he really still say that that he's a no, crystal entrepreneur? No, I got a kick out of him and his. The justices, he's gotten you know the big dad head. You know the hairline's gone yeah, back, and now the hair is his head looks big. It look like you know people are going to ten year reunions this summer and twenty year reunion. You're gonna notice this. <laughs> Be Lori. on the lookout. Be on the lookout for, for men big heads. with big heads. It's just you know the bangs aren't as long anymore. You know that happens. It happens. And with that, and with, and that, with that, let's find out how long the tr- so good, so good. That's what my talk's watching. Everything streaming, everything entertainment. My talk 107.1. Okay, uh, you might be a sucker for this study. All right. Um, 
So if you think, if you guys thought that there would be a study and the, the people are parents and the question is, what do you miss most about life before children? Who can do, remember? Yeah, but do you think that there are three things that would come up yeah, right sleep. away over and over? Sleep. Sleep's a good one. Sleep. Just being able to go anywhere freedom. anytime you want for freedom. Sleep, freedom, freedom, freedom. and um, money. Uh, money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, this, this, the study says sleep, sex, and silence. Uh, is what oh, parents silence, yeah. miss most about life before children, even though nine out of ten of the people said having a child was the best thing they'd done. Well, of course it is. Uh, two-thirds felt life was easier uh, before children, and if they could even just have one day of pretending they didn't have kids, that would even just give them a little bit of a break. And I'm like, well, duh. But, um, yeah, the the those are the three things that they miss most. Sleep, sex, and silence. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, sleep, sex, and t- I feel like these are new parents, Lori. Uh, possibly, but uh, 44% of people said uh, their sex lives were put on immediate hold once kids entered the picture. Well, yeah. well it is and because then, you've just true. given birth, and the last thing no, you want to do. Lasts, it lasts for longer than well, most We know this, like. the oxytocins. Yes. Yes. And if the your woman breast- is getting yes. uh, oxytocin and feels no need to snuggle up against the guy. Not really. No. Because you're having so many... Baby thoughts. Baby little... Yeah. It's yeah, exactly it. a baby. Here's one thing, though, that parents... Uh, one of the things I just thought it was funny, going to, the to- going to the bathroom without being disturbed. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like... Yep. Uh, not being asked why all the time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Daddy, don't you remember those yeah. years? Why uh-huh. is the sky blue? That yeah. one yeah. always, I'm like. Having yeah. a hangover. Uh, nothing worse. Now that is just, don't even think of doing it ever. It's the worst. Because there's nothing worse. Snacking on treats without having to share them or eating snacks in secret. Darn right. Darn right. It's all for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> And a toned stomach was also listed. Well, <laughs> well, that is a fond yeah, memory. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, having a shower or a bath without being disturbed and leaving the house at a moment's Mom. notice. Yeah. Mom. Right. Right. It doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, here is another study that I think is really kind of a, a, a study of duh. Okay. Um, well, maybe it isn't. Here's here's the study. Employees who watch porn are more likely to behave unethically at work. Now, wait a minute. That seems like are a you personal and private issue. Well, that's exactly it, Julia. Well, that seems wrong. Yeah, if you're watching porn at work, yes. <laughs> that feels that's really... the understatement of the year. Right. <laughs> Julia, that seems wrong. <laughs> right. That just seems like... There, there's a bad judgment call if that's right there, right there, and that's a sign. That, yes, of yeah. course. Then I wouldn't trust those people. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> duh. Yeah, I'm like, no, who is doing that? I mean, isn't everybody out in an open cubicle now? I, I don't know. Seems like it. It seems, seems like a lot wrong. of open. Air. It, it seems like it's harder and harder to get a closed door office these days. <laughs> yeah. No, I have no basis in that for anything other than just my thought right now. Okay, no, here's another one. Here's the study. Let's see if you agree with this one, Julia. The way you sit on a couch with your partner could say a lot about your relationship. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me just... I thought it was going to be the way you sit on your couch yourself. Could no. say a lot about it, your relationship. A body language expert uh, says that, oh, no, au contraire, you can tell everything about a, a couple by the way they sit on a sofa. And I'm like, well, what about if you've got his and her, her chairs, chairs or his and his totally chairs? Could, what if one of you sits on the couch and one of you sits in the chair? Okay, well, but this... They have that choice, don't they? Yes, well, here it is. Okay, sitting on different sofas. According to Dr. Barnett, this doesn't indicate problems, but just says maybe you've been together for a while, you've grown used to each other, uh, uh, but she added, by staying far apart, it could indicate that couples who use this position have fallen into leading separate lives. Okay. That, if you sit on one on. side of the couch and the other, it's because you have end tables and you want to put your beverage on them. Thank you, Julia. And, or you have a lamp and you want to read. Right. I can't I don't see... think you can read much into that. No. I, Some... I'm drawing the diagram. So that is yeah. a troubled couple. A troubled okay. couple. Okay. And even um, sitting in your two different chairs. Trouble I, in River City. Nothing. I mean, I know a lot of people who won't, like, I, I they won't sit anywhere but their chair. Amen. Like you, my brother, your husband. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you sit in your chair, too. I Why know. Why would you sit but on your couch? sometimes I sit on the couch and, you know, put out, stick out my legs or... Sure. You know. But does he ever sit on the couch no, with you? No. There you go. No, never. Okay, legs on the lap. Okay. I like legs on the lap. Dr. Burnett says the one with their legs on their partner is the one in control. Oh. As they are demanding attention and have the dominant position. And you're comfortable oh with gosh, each other. I'm so whipped. Huh? Okay. Now, <laughs> yeah. legs on the I'm drawing diagrams for the couch. Legs I, on the lap. Oh, for crying out loud. First of all, um, the, the smaller person gets to put the legs on the person's other lap. I cannot having anyone's legs Neither in my can I, lap. Because they're too heavy. They're too heavy. Casey's so, feet are too big right, and heavy. But when I put mine on the guy's lap, I mean on, so, you know, the Anybody's lap, lap. Mine are littler. And yeah. I want a well, foot rub. Okay. Oh. My legs aren't as heavy as his. Well, you no. know what? Casey is really... Uh, I No, I can't... People rub my feet too hard. So I've never been someone to put my old size eights in anybody's lap unless I was planning on doing some lap. walking of my own some, with my toes. Some toe walking. Yeah. Some toe dancing, as I it were. I don't like how hard people squeeze the toes. So that's, oh, I love it. Okay, side by side. Okay. Touching, not cu- not cuddling. This is a happy and contented that's, couple. That's, and the person who's in the middle of the couch is miserable because they have nowhere to put, if, unless right. they have a good coffee table or something, because they have to reach. It's a fake. Yeah, this, it's is a the, fake. this is the beginning of a relationship position. position. Okay. All right. In the corner, cuddling with tucked legs. Do you think that says anything? Well, that's fun if you're watching a movie you like or something. Yeah, I like, yeah. what about laying, laying, one in front of the other. This study is, is boring done. me. Well, I'm already That's bored. That's why yeah. I drew Glad pictures. I yeah. And I wish we were on TV because <laughs> yeah. I could have shown the pictures while yeah. we were telling people about this. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Look at my tolerance it's, level for your boring stories. Yeah, you would have told me right away, give me another one. Well, I just thought I'd see, you know, was there any ring of any A lot of people like to read them first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do read them first. I got that from a very important journal. <laughs> Couches? Furniture today? It was from Body Language Experts Are Us. Well, Lori has been applying to this and she's tried to read liars. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one more study that seems like a duh, or maybe it seems like, oh. 
A third of adults still sleep with a comforter, a comfort object from their childhood. A third? A pillow. Mine's a pillow. Is your a pillow? <laughs> no, it's a pillow. Mm-hmm. I'm teasing. Yeah, people. Uh, that seems like a high number does, to me. Yeah. Well, I think the comfort thing is just whatever great pillow you have or something. A stuffed no. animal, a blanket, or some kind of well, sentimental thing. Well, a pillow's not How old are these people? 12? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, now, what do you think is the one thing that will keep someone awake? This is from a study. What is the one person at, or one thing at night if it's you didn't, perf- you didn't, you don't remember doing this that you won't be able to sleep if until you get up and do it? If the garage door is locked. Yeah. If the garage door is closed. Or the door is locked. Yeah. yeah. Always. And yeah. by the way, there is like this theft ring sweeping from the west side of town. It was in Golden Valley. Lock your doors. Your, I never, Lock your garage yes. door. Lock your car door because they're taking garage openers. They are. Yes. Which anyway. seems so wrong. Anyway, and then uh, also, if you want to know what people uh, uh, do to get themselves to be putting to, you know, make themselves sleep if they're not sleepy, they put their legs on the wall, they rock themselves to sleep. They and masturbate. They, and they masturbate. That's exactly right. But again, too. if these are the younger folks, they probably don't. Yeah. All three. Hmm? Or all three. Or all three. Yeah, they walk their legs <laughs> on the wall, then they rock back and forth, and then they rub one on and there go to go. sleep. Couch one of these is going to work. <laughs> right. I one of these I, things is going to work. I don't know. You know, this is, um, this is I, I got to say that this was a Lame. market research group, and it wasn't from a journal of any substance. Sure. It was just a poll. What did we start all this out with? Where to sit on the couch? Or did you have a good one to start? Oh, I, I just want to know one. if there was one good one in this pile. Yeah, there was. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone remember? Well, the, it was about the parents missing yeah. stuff. Oh, sex, silence, and um, what safety? Say no. What yeah. are the sleep. things? Sleep. What are the things that parents miss? The three S's. You guys guessed it right away. You knew. I couldn't pull that. I added faster. money. Yeah, you did. So these still, these must have been young kids. Yeah, they, they are more expensive as they age. They haven't gotten the money years yet. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we got some other stories that we've missed today. This is the Lori and Julia show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. We're very glad Dania's love back is from his Mediterranean adventures. Yes, we are. Arrivederci! Arrivederci! Ciabella! Como se Okay. Okay, so uh, take a look at the Kim Kardashian new shapewear line called Kimono. She's front and center in her I'm excited about suits. it, actually. Yeah, you're going to be our guinea pig. You're going to try one of the shapewears when we figure out how to get it. And Alex Rodriguez, in not only does he speak in we, but he I do love that he told uh, Sports Illustrated during his cover interview that... Um, uh, Kylie Jenner talked about Instagram, her lipstick, and how rich she is. I absolutely <laughs> so I love that he's given us the, that. the tea on that. That is absolutely hysterical. Uh, our favorite headline was Leonardo DiCaprio getting whacked in the face by volleyball. Don't ask us why, but it made us laugh. <laughs> it does. It does. Because he, he seems like he should be hit in the face by... When is that Welcome to Hollywood movie even coming out? It's August. Oh, it End is? of July. 
Oh, is it? I, it's okay. the last it? weekend in July. It's right. coming out once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, this looked interesting. Donnie posted this. AMC has released the first official trailer for the second season of its horror anthology series, The Terror. Yep. Which Donnie and I watched that. Oh, so good. So good. Could I ever handle it? No. Oh, is it scary things or is it? It's more like a supernatural yeah, element. It takes it place going up in, you know. It's based on a book, book. by Dan Simmons. They're trying to go the Northwest Passage. Passage. They're trying to go from the Atlantic. Our, our guy um, from Mad Men, who we talked with, the British guy with the oh, red yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. He's Harris. in it. Yes. Yes. It, he's in it. All right. So, um, anyway, so this terror, um, it's going to be a different. Setting, setting. it'd be a brand new season with a new story. A series right. of bizarre deaths that haunt a Japanese American community. Ooh. Okay, so it's called uh, the Terror so, Infamy. So you could just start it. At, at, oh yes. Yeah. A it, different you season. Have to you watch have to it. Go back. I think it takes place at, at an internment camp during World okay. War Okay. Okay. Yeah. So because there was a finality to the terror, how sure. that one ended. Okay. It had an ending. It didn't, you know, you're like, whoa. And then Natalie Maines, oh my God, she's writing checks right she and left to is her husband. Checks right and left Adrian to Adrian Pazdar, the actor, uh, she has to write him another 150K for legal fees. He got 200,000 back in April. He wanted 350, so she had to pay his 350. Jeez. He's getting. Forty thousand a month in spousal Jeez. support and sixteen thousand in child support. Oh, that's he's getting fifty-six six, thousand dollars a month. No, sixty thousand a month. Oh my god! And he's also asking for three hundred sixty-one thousand dollars in retroactive child support. Natalie Maines is worth fifty million bucks. That's wow. surprising. She's got two point. Six million in liquid assets, property valued at four and a half, and her estranged husband Adrian believes she will make millions when she goes on tour with her solo album. Oh my gosh! Well, she can't get this divorce over soon enough. No, I know it. Yuck! Jeez. So they split up two years ago and this is still 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 going on that still would going absolutely on. drive me they're crazy they're just leading money to the lawyers yep. Julia what can we say we, uh, make an agreement and stick to it and move on anyway talking about that terror we, Donnie did post the trailer for you if you want to oh, take, okay. take a look and if you want to look at the kimono by the way Kanye designed the logo Kim had to do that as an afterthought. Would we <laughs> expect anything else? Yeah, I know it. I know it for sure. Kanye and the kimono. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Pamela Anderson and her whole... Well, tell uh, me about that. So okay. she's been in a two-year relationship with... With this French soccer player, Adil Rami, for a couple of years. And okay. it's been a tumultuous relationship. And in The Hills, The New Beginning, Brandon Lee says, My mom moved to France when Donald Trump was elected president. Okay. So I never knew that that was the reason. I thought it was to be closer to Julian Assange for the visits. But anyway, they got back together after they broke up. And uh, he proposed. She said no. And then they, when they reconciled, her friends didn't like it because apparently he uh, tried cutting her off from her friends and family. And we did wonder, when did she see her boys? Because she was always in France. Right. So she writes on Instagram, the last more than two years of my life have been a big lie. I was scammed. Led (gasps) to believe we were in big love. I'm devastated. 
to find out in the last few days that he was living a double life. He used to joke about other players who had girlfriends down the street in apartments close to their wives. He called those men monsters. And yet here he but did this the same. is worse. He lied to all. How is it possible to control two women's hearts and minds like this? Oh Lord. She accused him of leading this double life. She tagged the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Oh. She had traumatic experience with him. Oh. Terrible. Yeah. She's got a bad picker. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go out and say it. She, she does. She She's... likes the bad boys, and the bad boys that she picks are really bad. Yeah. And you know what? She's 51. He's 33. Oh, come Maybe on. it's the wrong timing in both their lives for each other. That's too young. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah, for, yeah definitely for her. That's too just young. too young. I mean, I, we wouldn't, I mean, guys do it all the time, but I still think a 51-year-old and a 33-year-old, I think, okay, I, how, you know, what how are you talking about work? after sex? Exactly. 33-year-old French soccer star. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, that is women throwing, yeah. in, oh, yeah. throwing oh, yes. themselves. Especially in France. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not going to work. I, gonna I can work. see that. That would never work. By the way, Janet Jackson is a good place, if anyone was wondering. Uh, she's slowing down. She's slowing down. She's going to be at Glastonbury this weekend. Oh. oh. She's performing, and she gave an interview to the Sunday Times. Well, this is kind of a I'm big deal for her to be at Glastonbury. It is why. Well, I mean, she just—I don't think that she's ever played there. Oh, okay. you know, it's a big darn deal. So huge, yeah. Yeah, and then you know she'll go back to Vegas and do her residency <laughs> and hang out with her little boy. He's only two. Hope that she can get out of her relationship with her guy. I know. The, don't have boy babies with people from different continents. Well. Unless you can get something clear in writing about what's going to happen. Exactly. In case true love doesn't make yes. it. Yes. All right, we'll see you all tomorrow. Right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Chop, chop. Job done. Off you go.